because mm-hmm. you know every time you search film school on YouTube, what comes up is why you shouldn't go to film yeah, school, exactly. yeah. and it's terrifying yeah. when you're applying to film schools yeah. because you look at it and you think everything that I'm doing is stupid. <laughs> My name is West Gibbons, and welcome back to the Tungsten Originals podcast. You just heard part of my conversation with gaffer Tessa Roby. Tessa is a good friend of mine, and we talked about her first year at film school, what it was like working on her biggest project yet, and whether or not film school is worth it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Episode 26 of the Tungsten Originals podcast. Tessa, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. That always makes everyone laugh. Yeah. Yeah, because we've been talking for a while. For a hot second. Mm-hmm. How you doing? Um, I'm good. It's summer I'm... here in Savannah. It is. We are off of school. Mm-hmm. You're a SCAD film student, for I those who am. do not know. I am. And you just finished your first year yeah, at I'm film baby. school. So let's talk about... I don't really know how to introduce you other than let's just dive in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so let's just I'm ready, do it. I think. Um, who are you? Where'd you come from? Where are you going? Cotton Eye Joe. Well, now Cotton-eyed Tessa. you've thrown me into an existential crisis. Yes. So I, yeah. <laughs> who am I? Where are, where, who is anyone? You know, that's the main question. <laughs> How does time work? Is space real? <laughs> I had one of my professors here say space may not even be real. Oh, and I no. said, you are wrong. That's the most art school <laughs> thing I've ever heard. Yeah. And we're recording this in my room with six space, no, seven, mm-hmm. <laughs> seven <laughs> space posters hung up. Is, that, um, is it only seven? Yeah. yeah. But where are you originally from? You've kind of been Whew. around a lot of places. That's a tough question for me. I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We're starting I, off hard. Yeah. <laughs> really difficult. I have to start counting on my fingers. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Um, I, was, <laughs> I was born in Colorado um, and my dad's Humble in the military. Brag. So we... Oh, oh, thank you. That's flattering. <laughs> I was born in Colorado, Colorado Springs area. Okay. Um, and my dad was in the Air Force, so my family moved around a lot. We mm-hmm. lived there for a little while after I was born. My family was there before I was born. And then we moved to Rhode Island and lived there oh, for I didn't know that. a little less than a year. Oh, okay. um, my first memory is actually in Rhode Island. I remember oh, yeah. sitting on my mom's lap and seeing the dolphins. Oh, like, that's cool. In the ocean. We were at our friend's yeah. house, like just sitting on their back porch, and you could see dolphins oh, wow. leaving in the ocean. That's my f- the first thing I can remember for my entire life, wow. which is cool. That's a solid first memory. Yeah. And then after that, we moved back, or no, I'm actually getting it mixed up because there's so many. Yeah. After Rhode Island, we moved to Virginia, right outside of Washington, D.C. My dad worked like in D.C. We lived there and it was really, really wonderful because I was little and my brother was little too. And we would uh, ride the metro to the Smithsonian museums like, all the time. It I'm was so a, jealous. It's a great place to grow up. I'm incredibly I, jealous. I loved DC. Was that the first time that you spent a lot of time? Yeah, we were there when I was in preschool. So I think we were there for like two years. It oh, might okay. have been like three. I yeah. honestly don't remember because yeah. I was a baby. But yeah, a very small person. <laughs> Um, but we were there when I was in preschool, and then for kindergarten, we moved back to Colorado Springs. Oh, okay. And we lived there for just over three years. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we ended up in Alabama, super small town, super different environment than Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> very, very different. Completely different. <laughs> yeah. In no way was it what I was used to. It's yeah. like, there was culture shock when I moved there, but mm-hmm. I also am grateful for that experience because I think yeah. I relate to more people when I meet yeah, them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I have a lot of places that I can kind of pull from. Yeah. Um, so then did you spend a lot of time in Bama? In Alabama, we were there for... Bantown. 
We were there for like two years, two and a half-ish, okay. because every time that we moved, we moved during the summer, because my parents didn't like oh. moving my brother and I during the school year. Right. I never had to do that, which I'm very thankful for, because yeah. that's a, a tough thing to do yeah. for a lot of people. But I've been the new kid a lot. Yeah, I was just about to say, seriously. Mm-hmm. Gosh. Kind of nice. I think yeah. it's helped me out in a lot of ways, but yeah. when it first happens, it's rough yeah. i've always been like pretty good at making friends but mm-hmm. i always ended up making friends and then finding people that i would rather be friends with than the first friends oh yeah that's and how it, it always works but it's uncomfortable because i make yeah. friends with people and they a couple of them would like decide that they wanted to still be my friend but i'd find someone right. that i liked a little more and i'd hang yeah. out with other people you have to try out a lot of different groups yeah. when you're starting at a different school so it's easier when you're little Mm-hmm. Because you can kind of be friends with everybody. Your friends but... by what you you develop friendships just off of like we go to school together. Mm-hmm. But then you grow up and you have to have like actual interests and a personality. Yeah. And stuff. Well, and by the time we got to Alabama, I would have been between like nine and eleven years okay. old. Yeah. So people were starting to get kind of like snippy, and they yeah. have their little friend groups, mm-hmm. and you don't talk to people in that group. Yeah. And it... People start becoming bad people. <laughs> when <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. When they're around ten, I'd mm-hmm. say. Yeah, it's a little bit of like an indicator of who you want to spend yeah. your time with. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So then after Alabama, <laughs> did you end up here? After Alabama, we went to Ohio. Oh, right. And we lived there for the last two years that I was in elementary school and then all of middle school and all of high school. Okay, so, so I did you kind of settled year, a little bit. Yeah, I did my senior year of high school online. Mm-hmm. So I went to the same school district and stayed with the same group of kids yeah. for... What, like seven years mm. and then i spent my senior year of high school online do you consider ohio to be quote unquote home i mean i know you're living um, here now well my brother and my nephew and my nephew's mother live in ohio and my dad lives there and my grandma lives there so okay, gotcha. i call that's it where home the family is, yeah. yeah like in conversation because that's where most of the family that yeah. i see throughout the year is i live with my mom here in savannah mm-hmm. she's my best friend she moved down to savannah with me we live in an apartment with our rabbit truffle, <laughs> truffle. shout out truffle <laughs> you're listening <laughs> um but yeah usually when i call somewhere home if it's yeah. not my apartment here in savannah it's ohio just because that's where the rest yeah. of my family is so. yeah so how'd you get into this little thing we call filmmaking Ooh, that's a that's a cute story. Oh, good. Um, this podcast is called Cute, cute. Stories. <laughs> <laughs> and I get so sick of people calling things that I do cute. Right. But I love calling things cute. That's true. I do. I say it all the time. You and then do. someone says that something I do is cute, and I go, "No." It feels like no. I'm a big, strong, grown woman. <laughs> yeah. Cute <laughs> can kind of feel like, oh, look at you. You're trying. Yeah. Or like your little. Mm-hmm baby boy like yeah. it's like i don't know it can kind of be demeaning mm-hmm. you know i've had a professor before say that my work was cute and oh, that yeah i went oh, home yeah, and like so. <laughs> i got like a migraine from grinding my teeth together so hard because yeah. i've wanted to yeah oh. if someone called my work cute i would be unhappy oh yeah I mean, it was in a 3D design class, so it wasn't, right. I didn't care about it like yeah. I do about film classes. If someone yeah. called some work that I was really passionate about yeah. cute, I might die. It's just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to check the podcast reviews and there's going to be a lot of them saying like, this is such a cute podcast. So cute. <laughs> like, I, I spend hours on this. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a project that I, I mean, I hadn't put a ton of thought into. Yeah. It wasn't taking up all of my time, so it but it haunts me to this day (laughs) yeah yeah there was still passion yeah i'm bitter (laughs) yes exactly bitter about it it's not that i cared a bunch about the project i just i'm I'm, just don't call my work cute i hold grudges (laughs) (laughs) yeah same 
back to your filmmaking journey. Oh, Where does it begin? Yeah. Okay. So I, when I was little, wanted to do everything, basically. Yeah. Like, I Were you the nerdy found... kid? What kind of kid were you? I was in, I mean, I was nerdy in the sense that I was in, like, gifted classes. Yeah, and I liked same. learning new things yeah. when I was little. But I kind of blanket wanted to be everything okay i wanted to be a ballerina when i was little i did dance for a really really All long right. time i wanted to be a dancer i've like thought about being a doctor for a while i want oh, to be wow. an astronaut i think Same. i, I astronaut found as well i found a journal last year when i was moving where i had written when i was five that i wanted to be like the first doctor ballerina in space or something <laughs> like that it, that's an ambitious just, goal yeah you I, need about four lifetimes to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to figure that out i also thought i was an extremely talented singer so i would go around the playground yeah. telling people that i could sing um disturbia just like rihanna <laughs> and then when they asked me to demonstrate it i said no and i would walk away <laughs> so i like that flaunting of a of a talent or a skill and people are like prove it and you're like i know i'm good enough that i don't have to yeah yeah that's a great like <laughs> cop out <laughs> oh and it was not true at all obviously yeah, i was course. like six or seven yeah. and i was like i can sing just like Rihanna. yeah and i like do it and you're like I don't need to... no who are you i don't need to prove I anything, say anything to you what are you talking okay. about <laughs> who are you yeah um but i wanted when, when did you eventually want to become a filmmaker when was well, that one of the pivotal things i settled on fashion designer when i was okay. like i guess i was probably like four or five yeah i had all these other things that i wanted to know more about but Mm -hmm. fashion designer was what i really felt connected to yeah why Um, did you feel connected to it i've always i mean when i was little my mom would like dress me up in outfits that were absolutely insane if you (laughs) look at it i have i mean amazing insane but like what little kid dresses like that there are pictures of me in a full leopard print outfit with like fur cuffs on the sleeves (laughs) and i would bring a matching purse to school of course and my mom did my hair where she put pipe cleaners in it and then wrapped the hair around it to give cat ears and i was wearing like a full leopard outfit with cat ears on top of my head this isn't october this isn't and that's why i'm dramatic this is like april This is just like a spring day. Yeah, it's just a normal day at school. This is like a Tuesday. Yeah. So I wow. enjoyed fashion yes. from a really young age. That was also around like Cheetah Girls time, so you know everyone oh, of was course. jealous of me. Yeah. You literally became um, a Cheetah Girl. Yeah. And I was killing it. Yeah. So thanks, Mom. Um, <laughs> Shut up, Mom. <laughs> always. Um, but I loved like when I got to start picking out my own outfits with Mom. That was really fun. So yeah. I... I always really, really enjoyed fashion and learning about like the fashion world. And I wanted to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. And I decided that I wanted to go to Parsons to oh, study fashion right. design. And I was really excited for that. And I had always kind of known how to sew, mm-hmm. but I got a sewing machine for um, my birthday or Christmas one year. Mm-hmm. And I still like, I went to a couple classes to learn how to use the machine, but I still didn't start just making my own clothes. It just wasn't something that I jumped straight into and was like, this is my forever. So it was something that I really loved and I love picking out my own outfits and Mm. I love styling things, but I didn't, I enjoyed sewing, but I didn't really get as into it as you'd think someone would if they wanted to be a fashion designer. Yeah. And then I had had a couple times throughout my life that I had made like uh, skits and recorded them mm-hmm. with my friends, with my parents' old camcorder. Yeah. It had a tripod and, it, you know, it had to plug into the wall for power and it <laughs> yeah. recorded on cassette tapes. AC power, yeah. yeah. And you had to plug it into the TV to be able to oh, actually right. watch. Would yeah. you ever point the camcorder at the TV? 
No, like and that's... And then it would do the weird effect thing. You could do that. Because that was cool. I did not That was the that. highlight of my six <laughs> months when I, I have, figured that out. There's one video where I uh, was trying to record a makeup tutorial with a girl that slept over at my house, and we weren't <laughs> wow. very close friends. Yeah. And I was doing her makeup, and we were recording it, and she. I just watched this video like a couple months ago oh, yeah. when I was... At, it's so great that you still have it. When I, I don't have a lot about of my to old move. videos. Yeah, I have a bunch of old cassette That's tapes. Really cool. Also, when I was in the fifth grade, it was like the first time that I would get home and be alone for a couple hours before right. someone else got home. Yeah. And I have a ton of videos that That's are just me sitting alone in my room just <laughs> yeah. like talking to the camera yeah. and acting things out yeah the video of me doing that makeup tutorial with that girl she goes okay today she looks at the camera and goes today we're doing a candy cane look and i look <laughs> at her and go no we're not <laughs> it's the most uncomfortable video yeah. ever to watch yeah. because she looks at me and she's like what do you mean like trying to make sure the camera can't hear her and i go i'm not doing that and then i start putting like blue eyeshadow before on her you face. knew about the the wondrous world of editing oh yeah so yeah. she just whispered she was what do you mean wait what <laughs> yeah we're bawling right like, now i know i said we're that, live i know i said you could decide what i was gonna do but i'm not yeah. doing that yeah welcome like, to the world stupid. of film i'm your ep now yeah <laughs> you think you're the director i control the money baby <laughs> But I had recorded random things like that throughout my life, a lot yeah. of the times using that camera. And when I got to high school, there were a couple times that I would have a project that I had a little bit of freedom on. Yeah. And I would ask my teacher if I could make a short film with my mm -hmm. friends. And it started with this film called We Ride at Sunset. Mm -hmm. I made it with Naturally. all of my best friends my freshman year, all female cast playing all male characters. That was very progressive. Yeah, that's what we... Oh, You geez. started the movement. That, <laughs> <laughs> that film just wow yeah it's it's a piece of and art and that's when you won your oscar we're going to talk about that yeah. later but that's eventually <laughs> what won the oscar yeah i absolutely love showing that film to people yeah it i still think it's hilarious because oh, yeah. we were trying to it was bad on purpose the assignment was basically to um show that you knew what the hero's journey was oh okay well film is a perfect way to do that yeah my friend what grade were you learning that that's that's like freshman year of high school no oh, shout out to your education system yeah i did not learn that in freshman year yeah <laughs> i mean that's on a, that's like a pivotal that's like a storytelling 101 so it's really cool y'all were learning that yeah and i had a ma an amazing teacher who i'm still kind of friends with and i will be nice. sending this episode to him just by Hell the way yeah. What's shout, his name? Out, shout out kevin gacka hello favorite kevin. teacher ever he's epic but... uh, seriously like so many thank yous to teachers and professors that let students like do yeah my mom's a teacher i love them yeah um i love her more than the other ones because she's my mom <laughs> um, but seriously like if you're a teacher and you give people the flexibility to like do video stuff for their projects like so many people that's the answer to the question mm -hmm. i love asking people the question of how they got started and so many people say like i had this one project mm -hmm. and then i fell in love with it and that is so cool i had yeah. teachers that did that Miss Z at MSMS. Hello, Miss Z. Miss <laughs> Pierce. So many fantastic people. Miss Yarborough. So many amazing people at MSMS that like let me just do that. Yeah. And I don't know. Like that's you can't do that with everything, but just wanted to say appreciation of those because that's huge, mm -hmm. I feel like. Because at that point you're figuring out who you are and stuff and like to find something that you really love. I mean, who knows if we would have we would be at film school if we oh, didn't right. have those like yeah. early opportunities yeah you know because like making stuff i feel like it's different because making stuff on your own outside of school 
it's like for fun but the second you're given parameters mm -hmm. like you have to do it in this then mm -hmm. you're like it's and like you have a date, client kind a of date and a, date, a due date is That's huge so important exactly mm -hmm. so yeah sorry for that tangent i just wanted to say that's no, okay. huge yeah. and shout out to your professor teacher yeah. whatever they are yeah. they should all be called professors in my opinion yeah right the assignment was basically we learned about the hero's journey and then we had to choose a, a film mm -hmm. and make a like a powerpoint presentation with a partner about how that film was in like an example that's super of cool the hero's journey yeah and my best friend was in the class Maddie and I decided that we wanted to make a film. Mm -hmm. And so I asked Mr. Gacka and he said, if you can have it done by the due date, I guess. He basically was <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know yeah. why you would want to do that. There's so many movies that already exist. But I was I like... I got a similar thing. People are like, do you want to do more work? I'm sure? like, yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I gathered all of our friends together. It was a story that I had already kind of written with my friend Ray. Mm -hmm. Ray and I did this game. And it in was our... the original... It was what would go on to become Casablanca, I think. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> in back in time. It made millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ray and I would pass a notebook back and forth in one of our classes, and we would write um, like one sentence of a story and then pass it. Oh, wow. And we would continue it. That's and like we an had, improv exercise. And <laughs> That's we, really cool. Yeah. We would do that in a class that we had in the seventh grade, and this was our freshman year of high school, and we were still yeah. doing that. And I had this beginning of that a story. That's so cool with my friend Ray and I asked him if I could take it and run with it. And then Maddie and I made it for our project basically for my English wow. class. And it, I made that film and I remember I was in the car with my mom one day after that. And I, we were kind of talking about college. I was still mm -hmm. like 15 or 16, but yeah. we were having that sort it's of like conversation. It's like on the horizon kind of. And she said, I know that you love fashion, but I don't think that it's want, what you want to do for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Because she said a lot of the, nitty gritty parts of fashion like the really tedious parts she said you don't seem to be yeah. as interested in that she said i know that you like sewing things but you don't do it very often you don't yeah. act like that's what you want to do forever and she said the happiest basically that i've ever seen you was when you were making that film with your friends and she said you were so excited and i think mm. that that's something you should look into that's and so cool. it was I love a, that. Yeah. It was a holy shit moment. Yeah, and then I yeah. started researching it and I was like, this is what I want to do. Mm -hmm. And I made a couple more films for school assignments in high school and I ended up here. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, did you know, like, because obviously there's so many different positions in the film industry to hold. Did you lash on like, I want to be the people calling the shots? Okay. So you know I, what I mean? yeah. Like when did the, when did the obviously road when narrow? You, when you're in high school and you decide you want to go to film school, you Google like film careers and yeah, you just exactly. read the list of yeah. them. And, and you're like, like, oh, director. Perfect. Yeah. They have the <laughs> worst descriptions. And you're like, yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, that one. <laughs> yeah. They have like I two sentences. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to describe such like yeah. complex. Mm, I mean, that's you can't, so true. you can't limit someone's entire yeah. profession to yeah. two sentences. But yeah. when you're reading about a production that can have thousands of people working yeah. on it it's you can't list every single yeah, exactly. option i came to scad wanting to be a producer that okay. was what i had settled on mm -hmm. um my entire life i've always been i've always loved party planning <laughs> so 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 nice. much i love a little planning. tangential yeah i love planning parties <laughs> yeah. so much and every time that i've ever tried to throw a party my friends show up and they're like you overplanned this <laughs> this is too much every time yeah, yeah. but yes i came to scad thinking that I wanted to be a producer because I had researched positions and I knew that producing was a lot of like helping in different areas. Yeah. And I yes, like that 
aspect of it yeah. like I, because i always enjoyed the party planning thing i like yeah. being an organizer basically mm-hmm. which is hilarious because my life is so disorganized <laughs> but um i always enjoyed Look at the doing room that. that we're recording <laughs> <laughs> um well that's not my fault that's true no that's what i'm saying i'm <laughs> if the same I way produce the podcast, I wouldn't be be <laughs> <laughs> but i the first set that i worked on was in my friend's apartment. It's a pretty small shoot. I think it was a lighting recreation, and we worked for right. a couple hours. Yeah. And I met Shant there. And then a couple weeks later, he asked me to work on Gather Today, which is directed by Kara and written, written by, by Haley. Haley. Yes. So very close to the podcast. Yeah. And I was a grip on that, and I met a bunch of people there. And then from there, I really just worked pretty closely with a similar group of people, yeah. like pulling people from Gather Today. A lot of the times if I'm on a set and I mention Gather Today, there are at least three people yeah. that were yeah, on it. Yeah, that's a pretty sizable set. Yeah, and that was like my second set. And I really and I wish learned I was there. so much. Yeah, Michael Johnson was there and he taught me a lot. He was yeah. the gaffer, I think, on it. Yeah, and, and he shot two episodes of Reconnection, which yes. we talked about on Seth's episode, Yeah, which we both worked on. And I was lucky enough to gaff the third episode of Reconnection, yeah. which was a huge deal for me. Yeah. So that was a really big opportunity for me. I was yeah. working with a G&E crew of my my friends and my peers, but they're all older than me and they're all yeah. guys. So yeah. it was a, it was a really great. It was a cool experience for yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. So. so when did so did you were you a grip on Gather Today just as like a an yeah, extra so, set of hands? So Shant got my phone number on the small set that we had worked on for mm-hmm. our friend. He texted me at like eleven o'clock <laughs> one night. I was on the phone with my best friend, and I was like oh god this guy that i met a couple of weeks ago just texted me and i was reading it out loud like when she was on yeah. speakerphone to her and i was like he asked if i'm free tomorrow what does that mean oh. i was like i met this guy once what is this because i'd only worked oh, on no. one set it sounds like really douchey well not really i mean like i knew he had a girlfriend but oh, it, it but wasn't still, like, he, like it didn't seem creepy at all oh, i did okay. not think gotcha. it was creepy but we weren't friends yet yeah and i had not been asked to work on sets before right. other than a friend that i had a class with who yeah. had asked me in person and it was just are you free tomorrow? And I was like, uh, uh for what? <laughs> when I answered it and he was like, I'm working on this. He, I think he said like, I'm, I'm on a shoot. That's a wedding. And it was so confusing. Cause my friend and I were, oh, oh, I was on the phone with my best friend, Maddie, trying to figure out if he was like photographing a wedding. Cause oh, Sean right. does like wedding photography yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sean does like photography to make yeah. money. I was like, trying to figure out exactly what was going on yeah. and then he not a good description eventually he, <laughs> he eventually clarified yeah it's a film it's shooting two days you need to be ready at 5 a.m tomorrow <laughs> and i was like yes. heck yeah i want to be on it yeah so i went and shot picked me up at 5 a.m my mom was actually out of town so i texted her and i was like i'm going with this dude at 5 a.m she was like what what's up <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was the first big project that i worked on and everything kind of snowballed from there so i worked as a grip on that i worked as a grip on a lot of other things i produced something for my film 100 class Mm -hmm. and that was kind of my first time producing and i've produced since then and i really enjoy producing too but gaffing is what i'm like drawn to when did you start getting drawn to it also wait well before you dive in explain what gaffing is to some of those who may not know yeah so gaffing is basically you work in the grip and electric department on a film Mm -hmm. it's kind of lighting design and it's part creative and part Mm hands-on and that's why i like it so much it's basically you create the lighting plans for a film you can work with the director of photography and the director and sometimes you work with like production design Mm -hmm. and you figure out what the film is supposed to look like and how lighting plays into that and the grip and electric department electric is closer to the gaffer and grip sometimes does other technical work on set to help like get things done and move equipment the grips are kind of like the 
Their hands. The, literally, yeah, the hands of people moving the super mm-hmm. heavy film equipment. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of physical labor. <laughs> yeah. And of course, but, on small sets like us, the gaffer is also doing that. But if you're mm-hmm. a grip, you don't have like creative control. You're just, yeah. put this yeah. light stand here. Okay. And yeah. then you do it. <laughs> but it's really important to get good at it because a yeah, lot absolutely. of, if you're on a set, you need to know like some basics yeah, of grip definitely. work or it could end up being like an unsafe situation. Everybody has super. to know something yeah, sure. about that equipment. Yeah, definitely. But I started as a grip, and I was a grip on like Reconnection episode one, mm-hmm. and I was a grip Which on a was bunch fall of quarter. Mm-hmm. So your first quarter here, yeah, yeah, it was my first quarter. <laughs> How did you find out and about Reco? It was, I think, it was my first night shoot too. Oh, it was wow. Shant again because right. Shant uh, like basically boosted my yeah. film career. He kickstarted all of that <laughs> yeah. for me. Um, Everyone has that person, I think. Yeah, you know? it's so good to have a friend like that. Yeah, absolutely. I, and I met Sean like super early mm-hmm. at SCAT, which is wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so thankful. Yeah, but I was a grip on Reconnection, and I think that was like the first night shoot that I worked mm-hmm. on too. And it was a huge thing. Episode one, I'm like running through the mud at an airplane hangar with yeah. sandbags stacked on my shoulders. Like I am the greatest badass in the <laughs> yeah, world. Yeah, exactly. Because it was like the first time I had been on something really intense as a grip. Yeah. Because gathered today, we were in a church. Like I was doing yeah. serious hands-on work, but yeah. there, like I didn't totally know what I was doing. So mm-hmm. I wasn't just going for stuff. I was yeah. just kind of taking orders. But on Reconnection episode one, I was a grip. And on episode two, I was Best Boy Electric. Explain what that means. Best Boy Electric is basically the gaffer's right hand man, Mm -hmm. and you know the lighting plans, and you communicate the lighting plans like with the grip team. A lot Mm -hmm. of the times, if the gaffer has to talk to the director of photography, then Mm -hmm. their best boy will be talking to the grip team, making sure that everything is getting set up. Yeah. So it's like an assistant almost for the gaffer. It's kind of like you're in charge of the grips. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, key grip is oh, in, car- right. in yeah, charge of the key grip, grips yeah. mm-hmm. but um, there's all there's a whole bunch of steps in yeah film, you know yeah well and there are infinite ones because as yeah. the production gets bigger you need more and more people yeah, exactly aaron gaffed the first two episodes of reconnection mm-hmm. and on episode two i was best boy electric and shant was the key grip on that too okay gotcha and then on episode three, Aaron wanted to be on cam team because she, I think she wants to be a DP like long term. And Aaron oh, okay. really likes working in the yeah. camera so department. Yeah, she wanted to get some like AC work in there. Yeah. And yeah. she was like comfortable with the crew and she already yeah. knew everybody. And she wanted to be on cam team for episode three. And I was actually Joey who uh, produced episodes. He produced yeah, episodes he produced two episode and three, I think. Wasn't he I a think, producer I on think two? episode two, he was just associate producer, okay. but three, he was a yeah, full-fledged producer. He was, but I made shirts that said Joey Productions on oh, them right. with his yes, face with on them. with his huge face on it. Oh, Not Joey. that he has a big face, but you blew up his face <laughs> yes, on the shirt. I made it larger than his actual head. It <laughs> looks yeah. really funny Not in pictures. Scale. <laughs> <laughs> but episode two and three, actually, Joey was on all three episodes. Yeah, he worked on all of them. Episode two was kind of like his foray into producing it, and then he was a producer mm-hmm. on episode three. Yeah. I was having dinner with Joey and hanging out Mm -hmm. totally and he got a text and he was like oh this is from seth i have to answer this really quick yeah and i was like oh how's planning for episode three going and he was like oh well west is going to direct it and he was like aaron's going to be on camp team so we're looking for a gaffer and i was like what (laughs) what (laughs) and i was kind of like trying to not be pushy because i hadn't gaffed anything big before but i was like joey i'd be really interested in gaffing something And Joey was like, well, I'll kind of talk to Seth. Yeah. And then I gaffed Seth's directing the narrative project. Oh, right. Yes. Which is the one that we actually had like the most dire G&E situation yes. ever on. We ended up with no equipment. Yeah. So it no was. No SCAD equipment. Yeah. It's yeah. like, if you don't know what you're doing, this is not going to work. Yes. But all of us worked well together. Yeah. And it ended we figured up. figured it out. It ended up looking good. So yeah. I 
was talking to Joey and Joey said basically that Seth's directing the narrative project was kind of like my test run. Oh, really? I yeah. didn't know that. So okay, cool. you asked me to gaff Seth's directing the narrative project yeah. and I had talked. Because I, I was producing it. So I was like trying to put the crew together and stuff. Yeah. And Joey and I are close friends. So we had talked mm-hmm. in between and he was like, I'm pretty sure we're basically treating Seth's directing the narrative project as your like audition for gaffing. Yeah. And it's, he, a, it's a that's a big job. Yeah, you know? and especially on Reconnection. Yeah, which exactly. Which is a big project with a it's lot a of project. people. Yeah, and, and that was episode three, the last episode we were shooting. Yeah. It was a big deal. Yeah, it was basically my test run, mm-hmm. and apparently I did <laughs> all right, because they Seth asked me to gaff episode three, and I ended up doing it, and it was I think was it's a better awesome. test that you had to deal with shitty equipment. Yeah. Not that it was shitty, but just less. It's, we didn't it's have just being equipment. in crisis mode. Yeah, because if you can do it with, lesser quote-unquote lesser equipment mm-hmm. then once you get the professional scat stuff mm-hmm. then it's like oh okay you can yeah. do this you know what i mean yeah but episode three michael is a dp with a lot of lighting background michael yeah. works as a gaffer a lot yeah. so it, Michael's um i was a also fantastic dp yeah but i was very fortunate to be working with michael as the dp because it it made it a lot of things easy for me. We were creating yeah. lighting designs together because he knows yeah. exactly what he's doing with he's lighting design. He's the kind design. of DP that thinks about so, it via lighting. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're light-heavy DPs and cam-heavy and, DPs. Yes, exactly. A lot of people that only think about framing. Yeah. It's very different. Yeah. So Super both different. are important, but yeah. knowing both is the best yeah. situation. So once you found out that you got episode three, mm-hmm. what was your like prep for it? I like, know you were trying to get like ask me what kind of lighting I liked, and I was like, I do not know. Yeah, it was a lot of talking to you about how stressed I was, um, <laughs> and me and me reciprocating the same feeling. Yes, exactly. That was when we like became. That's when close. we really became friends. Yeah, because yeah. we were talking about reconnection episode three, and I was like, I want to do a good job, and you were like, I want to do a good job, yeah. and I was like, I'm worried that I might not do a good job. And I was like, I too am worried yes. I might not do a good job. <laughs> yeah, that was the biggest project that I had ever gaffed yeah and i was very excited and the grip and electric team all of them had other stuff going on and i basically they're all my close friends so i was texting mm-hmm. them and i was like if you don't do this i'm going to be so mad at <laughs> <Yeah>. you <laughs> because it was because... brooks trant Bray, uh jake that was it right yeah. those were your three grips yeah yeah and we had talked about like maybe getting another person for the grip and electric team but yeah. i was like basically i work better with them than yeah. i do with anyone else and yeah. i was saying because i remember seth kept asking me do we need someone else yeah and i was basically responding there's no one that's going to work well with yeah. us because we all work so well together yeah. if another person shows up they're just going to be like following around and not yeah. meshing with the group and i was like we can get it done mm-hmm. just this group yeah i was the gaffer and i believe jake ended up technically being best boy electric Mm-hmm. Shant was key grip and Brooks was a grip and mm-hmm. Brooks doesn't like grip work yeah. <laughs> so he really Brooks just is a is a nice guy who likes to help out but yeah. Brooks doesn't want to like be a grip professional right. like yeah. he's not even a film student he... anymore he's a dramatic writing student yeah and Brooks does not enjoy uh, free manual labor it's not <laughs> yeah. his favorite thing to do exactly um, but he was probably not going to do and it he'll be the because... first to tell you that too yeah. by the way <laughs> yeah and he was on episode two which was running around a prison in the middle yeah. of the night totally exhausted like a couple hours stuff. of sleep yeah, yeah. Actually, I think he was already gone the day that it oh, like flooded right. the yeah, entire yeah. property. <laughs> Good out. Yeah. Episode two was 
everybody was kind of working in crisis mode yeah especially in the so g&e department on. because we had thought that the lighting was going to be a lot more simple than it was we had to yeah. change all of our plans on site and we were running all of our power from like a couple generators yeah. we had one big jenny and then i think two baby jennies and the equipment would fail and lights would go out yeah and just and it's just stuff you can't prep for stuff yeah. that just happens well and it all everybody was like kind of on edge the whole time because we had yeah. all slept in a house together and yeah. it was cold and yeah. it just a it's lot a of things time. mixed together to, yeah to yeah. make it stressful and so brooks was really hesitant about being on episode three and i basically kept texting him and i was like if you don't do this we might not be friends anymore <laughs> i was like i need you there yeah. yeah um brooks is the type of person where you just want him on set because of how like his sense of humor and just oh, yeah. how he carries himself and I it was really funny because yeah because i was directing and he was gripping so like when the set would start we'd show up and we'd see each other for like a couple minutes and then we mm -hmm. we wouldn't be able to talk mm -hmm. throughout the rest oh and that was hilarious to thing. see because brooks was a grip so he was yeah. like running around doing things yeah. and you were always like in the heart of it yeah exactly like, even if i had to be in the pocket yeah brooks definitely didn't yeah <laughs> so brooks would be off yeah. somewhere talking to someone yeah. like completely random and then maybe you would have to walk into that room and you'd be like oh hey oh brooks oh. i forgot you're on this and then yeah. you're like oh i'm directing right now oh and sorry i'm directing and i'm acting in this i kind of <laughs> gotta go beyond that yeah yeah like whenever we rapped we hugged and, I, and we were like we didn't really talk this whole yeah. time <laughs> just because we didn't have the opportunity yeah you know but it it was a really great team that i got we to work with you, and it you're in so, la so right much. now i hope you're yeah. doing well <laughs> and by the time that you post this episode yes. a, a handmade fanny pack that i made for brooks and shipped to him will have yes. gotten to him so i'm very excited yes <laughs> <laughs> so excited for him to get that he should, um, he should do an unboxing and we'll post it on the yeah. Instagram. <laughs> yes well that's um that's a sewing thing that i still enjoy doing like small projects oh yeah so i was talking about fashion design small projects like i know how to sew and i enjoy sewing by hand but i can only do like small projects because you know my eyes and my eyes hurt and my fingers cramp and it, it's yeah. the whole thing but i do and your eyes cramp and your fingers hurt. <laughs> <laughs> but if i'm really happy with the end result it's yeah it's cool for me so i Brooks and I went to a party once and he texted me when he was getting in his Uber to the party and he was like Tessa I didn't realize I don't have any pockets <laughs> and he was like I have all these things that I need to carry with yeah. me at all times yeah. and I have nowhere to put them <laughs> and he knows that I have fanny packs so distressed <laughs> <laughs> because I love fanny packs yeah. and I was like oh yeah I totally I got, got you. you and he wore one of my fanny packs for the whole t for the whole night didn't give it back by the way <laughs> Brooks I know you didn't give that fanny pack back but I handmade him a fanny pack and it was mm -hmm. a couple days project I watched Barry yes <laughs> I watched Barry Our while I made it favorite show here at Tungsten yes okay my favorite show <laughs> yeah Bill Hader come on the podcast yeah seriously yeah, I was just it. about to say imagine if next week's guest was Bill Hader <laughs> that'd be crazy <laughs> well way to like overshadow me <laughs> you yeah. need to put someone normal on next yeah. week <laughs> <laughs> you can't show me up that hard yeah exactly um, like an a-list celebrity <laughs> yeah whose career is just skyrocketing oh yeah only getting bigger from yeah. here yeah. yeah absolutely but i made brooks a fanny pack and yeah. shipped it to him it's in coachella california right now it'll get there tomorrow wow so that's such a brooks in la thing <laughs> to say his fanny packs in coachella yeah. but yeah. it's almost there so i'm really excited yeah. i'm excited um, to see what he's doing kara actually texted me yesterday mm -hmm. and said uh do you want to come to montana and i said uh, oh my god yeah. yes yeah and she was she said that she had a week off from like the 22nd to the 29th or something and the oh, 29th awesome. is my birthday and i was like oh yeah of course flights are like 500 dollars, so yeah. i can't if i would have known about it like a little bit ago would have been able to do it but we miss you both and we're excited to hear what y'all 
Yes. Are doing. Yes. Because they're doing some cool stuff. And I miss having Kara on set. I haven't been on a set yeah. with Kara in Two a couple very, months. Two very, very good set people. Yeah. Which is hilarious because Brooks is like, I don't enjoy being yeah. He's like, I don't <laughs> want to be on set. But anyway, <laughs> back to like the thing I was supposed to be talking about. Yes. What you asked me about before I talked about how much I love Brooks for yes. like 30 minutes. Yeah. On Reconnection episode three, Brooks was in our crew and I was very happy to have him there yeah. because he also like keeps me sane yes. on set. <laughs> he keeps me sane <laughs> as well. <laughs> nice to have Brooks there and Brooks is like, hey, everything isn't a huge deal. <laughs> that's so that's true. So that's nice why, that's why I need him on set. <laughs> yeah. Because I'll be just be freaking out awesome and he'll be like, hey. You know it's not. It doesn't yeah. matter, right? And I'm like, oh, right. whoa. <laughs> not in like a what a crazy concept. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like that may come off as like he doesn't care, and it's not what that means. Like he cares. No, but a bunch, he's like, but, don't make yourself physically yeah. ill because you're so stressed about this project. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, yeah. what a concept. Oh, wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're so smart. <laughs> <laughs> so wise. Yeah, exactly. What yeah. a wise man. Brooks is actually 84 years old. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised yeah, exactly. if we found that out. So um, <laughs> when it, coming to film school, what were your thoughts about it? Because film school is obviously very different from like the regular college experience. When I'm mm-hmm. talking to my friends that go to regular college, yeah. I'm like, I'm getting such a different experience wow. than you guys yeah, are. Absolutely. So what was your first year like? Telling people that I was going to film school is an experience yeah. in itself. Yeah. Um, I don't talk to like that much of my extended extended family that's like full-grown adults you know i have a family that i've created basically so um i remember i was talking to my dad about starting film school one time and he was like yeah but you know like you could be a doctor like you could help deliver babies into the world and i was like that is not at all what i want to do but (laughs) thanks for the tip dad i know i could do it that is in fact an option not interested whatsoever but thanks uh telling people that you're going to film school it's kind of weird because it sounds fake a lot of people just assume that it's like cinema studies and that sounds Mm -hmm. really fake to people uh to watch movies as a career that upsets people when you tell them that you're going to film school that's what they assume yeah the biggest thing Um, that makes my friends my back home friends think that this is not a real school is whenever i tell them that we are off (laughs) from before thanksgiving to january and they're like do you go to school ever (laughs) i'm like yes yeah we're here until june you know so like it, it the time adds up, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I just love saying well, the, like, yeah, I'm off for like a month and a half. It's pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> the quarters at SCAD are intense because as oh, you get yeah. to the end of it, basically everyone is dead. <laughs> you have 10 weeks to take three classes, but. Well, and you have midterms and finals and in there. Hours. Yeah. It's not and like you just glaze over midterms because that's the normal length. Yeah. Like um, that's only a little longer than most people take to get to their midterms yeah and we have a midterm in there and then a final at the end <laughs> yeah so it's and our classes are like quick. make a movie mm-hmm. not like do a worksheet yeah <laughs> <laughs> not that other colleges are like that but i don't know it's i don't know what normal college is like <laughs> yeah i mean either i have yeah. like no reference for... don't get mad at us we don't <laughs> yeah. know what it's like <laughs> exactly but my mom's a photographer and mm-hmm. she was an online scad student yeah so i already knew kind of how the quarters worked Um, And I had been alongside her while she was working with SCAD for a couple of years. Um, Oh, so she went to SCAD before you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. She uh, was finishing her degree online and she started at SCAD in like 2014 online. Okay, gotcha. So I already knew kind of how SCAD worked. I had had visited Savannah multiple times just uh, passing through because we used to go to Florida a lot. I knew some about SCAD. Didn't know anybody that had gone to film school 
didn't really know anybody that had ever worked in film. So I had made short films with my friends and watched a ton of YouTube videos trying yeah. to figure it out. But I didn't really know what film school was like. Because, mm -hmm. you know, every time you search film school on YouTube, what comes up is why you shouldn't go to film yeah, school. Exactly. Yeah. And it's terrifying yeah. when you're applying to film schools. Yeah. Because you look at it and you think everything that I'm doing is stupid. Yeah, <laughs> My whole think, life is a lie yeah. and I'm wasting money. And, and you think every every future decision is going to ride off of this decision that you're about yeah. to make. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's how a lot of people feel about college. Yeah, I'd say so. Like applying to colleges. No is matter just what scary. it is. Yeah. It's yeah. a scary process. Especially there's this tweet that I reference every time I'm talking <laughs> about how scary college is. Um, and it's very accurate. It says we go from having to ask to go to the bathroom to taking six figure student loans. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, like, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, it is a big decision, a big decision, but that is such a conversation in the film world, both on the indie and on the big stage of like, should you like the pros and cons of film school? And it's like every film school is so different. Like oh, SCAD's absolutely. film program yeah. is so different from like NYU's program. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, it's very hard to give a huge blanket yeah. statement about that. Well, and just like every other film student, I was like, I'm going to go to Tisch. Yeah, I'm same. so excited. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to go straight to New York and yeah. become a big thing. Yeah. Then I found out that NYU is like super, super competitive. And I yeah, was maybe not prepared to jump straight into NYU. Yeah. And I wasn't going to be able to beat everybody that was there yeah and i did a lot more research and i found out that i was like really interested in how much like how many resources scad had mm -hmm. and That's when the i best part about it yeah oh absolutely yeah and when i got to scad i learned so much about so much equipment that now mm -hmm. i've worked on when we worked on this won't hurt until you're gone mm -hmm. which i was on which is super yes, exciting on gaffed. the podcast yeah. because that's been mentioned a lot on the yes, podcast yes i did gaff that yeah that was rented equipment it's like the mm -hmm. first time that i had worked on something big without scat equipment oh right yeah. and i knew what i was doing mm -hmm. which is <laughs> crazy yeah so i think that a lot of people go to like smaller film schools with less of a library of equipment yeah absolutely and then they when they start working on industry sets have to learn a little more and yeah it's like you're going to film school again yeah and i think it's a little <laughs> easier for scad kids yeah. to go straight into the industry i think that transition's a little easier because mm -hmm. you know a lot about a lot of different things yeah especially if you're so. doing something like grip or like camera department something yeah. where you're on set messing with like technical equipment that's this yeah. school preps you very well for that and also the grip tips youtube channel will save your life i've never um, heard of grip tips oh my god it's a perfect name yeah, shout out grip of. tips i <laughs> love them so much um it's a dude mm -hmm. and he talks about being a grip yeah um when shant asked me to work on gathered today at like 11 30 p.m i literally was on the phone with one of my best friends mm -hmm. and i told her i was like i have to figure out what i'm doing because once that conversation with shant yeah. and i finished i was like i have no I idea every what this is. i get locked on i feel like i forget how to make movies at all completely yeah so i basically <laughs> Just like escapes my brain i googled like how to be a grip <laughs> and then i ended yeah. up watching youtube how to videos be a filmmaker yeah and i found the grip tips youtube channel nice. which is super super yeah. helpful also a huge shout out to all the people who make filmmaking youtube tutorials oh, thank god for them <laughs> like because... ushering in a generation of filmmakers seriously yeah and on the first couple sets that i've worked that i worked on i would like look things up to make sure i was doing it right yeah. you know that happened i mean everybody ends up googling stuff yeah. nowadays if you don't know how to do it it's yeah. less embarrassing to just mm. look it up and figure it out yourself it's the reason why I know how to like safely put up equipment and what mm. it, like there's a specific leg of a C stand that's supposed to be facing set to make it convenient and safe. Mm. And 
so few people know that yeah. like everyone knows what a c stand is but there's yeah. a lot of things that you can learn about like the grip and electric that department just make it that, that a little bit more efficient and yeah. which saves so much time and you're like way more respected by yeah. anyone above you like exactly. with more experience than you if yeah. they realize that you know how to do something correctly mm. it's really nice yeah exactly <laughs> um but, but what I'll, is this first year like been like working on big sets and working on progressively bigger sets because yeah it's I mean, crazy. I do not, I, like I've said so many times, I know so few people in the SCAD film department because I like found my group and stuck <laughs> with it, but oh, absolutely. I don't I've done the that, same thing yeah, in a year. <laughs> I don't know that many stories of freshmen gaffing a project of the size. Of I don't Rico, either. So it is intense. So tell me about that. <laughs> but I was so stressed for reconnection because I oh, wanted yeah. to impress everybody yeah. really bad. Like everybody on reconnection already knew me because we had been yeah. working together basically the whole year, which I am <laughs> very thankful for yeah. because I wasn't as scared going it into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's I already, like a reunion each episode. Yeah. I already knew almost everyone there, which mm -hmm. is nice. But when I told people that I was going to Gaff Reconnection, they all were like, oh, <laughs> that's you? <laughs> it. Oh. Um, I got some strange reactions from that, and yeah. I was very worried that I wasn't going to be able to do it, even though like I knew that I had done a decent at least i'm not gonna yeah. say good but i knew yeah. that i had done the work well, well. Yeah. yeah on the other two episodes it was still like it's just scary to jump into anything yeah, like that absolutely. so but I, it's good when you have a community of people who you feel like comfortable with yeah yeah I f and like you can ask questions yeah absolutely that was something when i worked on my first feature it wasn't like a studio feature it was like an indie feature but i was still super worried that i had to act like i knew everything mm -hmm. and luckily i quickly was friends with people and i could like ask questions but that's really really important yeah so if, if someone's asking you like and that and i get I, ha I have a lot of respect for people who i see someone ask a question and they're like quick to give them an answer uh -huh. and they don't talk down to them because mm -hmm. i think we've all been in that situation where we're like how do you do this thing and people are like that's so basic how don't you know that yeah. it's like well we all have different paths yeah like, <laughs> absolutely we all well, know something the other person doesn't so mm -hmm. it was weird for me on reconnection to work with like such a large crew and to be a department head yeah because really the only i mean i gaffed a project for aaron once that was just a lighting recreation yeah and i was still fairly small and i mm -hmm. gaffed a project of my own before mm -hmm. that basically was small too and i was i got to do whatever i wanted mm -hmm. really but on rico there was like a 30 person crew yeah and like everyone i knew that like basically all eyes would be on me because mm. you know if the lighting isn't ready everyone has to wait yeah exactly everyone yeah, has to wait for you it you can't do anything yeah and there yeah. are only certain departments that that happens for Very but true. like because i was a department head i knew that if i wasn't running things correctly mm -hmm. everyone would notice yeah and it would completely determine my reputation because if yeah. i was going really was slowly upperclassmen yeah and if i was going slowly no one was going to ask me to be yeah. a gaffer again mm -hmm. because if you're behind schedule on a set you're screwed <laughs> yeah you can only work for so long because mm. it's a student set and you have to keep everyone happy and you have to get yeah. everyone food and sleep and yeah. it's really important to stay close to being on schedule mm. and we had a couple emergencies happen on mm. that set we lost a location yeah. And it, everybody pulled we haven't, together. We haven't told that story. We'll tell that story on a later podcast. Well, because we recorded Seth's yeah. episode before we before. shot. We shot, we recorded Seth's episode mm -hmm. the weekend of shooting okay. uh, his directing the narrative project. So we haven't told the story oh, of yeah, that was the that super weekend. stressful time we yeah. had. We'll talk about that on another podcast. But yeah. it was crazy. Yeah. We, we very, very last minute lost a location. Yeah. 
Um, and it was very stressful for a lot of people <laughs> and we still pulled it together and everyone, yeah. everyone did a really good job. Mm-hmm. So I was impressed by everybody. And during episode three, a couple people told me that they were impressed with the work that I had done. And that was really flattering yeah. for me. I was very, very happy about yeah. that. It looks um, great. Yeah. And I, Kiera told me that I had run things correctly in terms of timing and that was very cool for me because even like there are malfunctions with equipment all the time you can't prepare for all of that just sometimes like a light bulb burns out and you can't replace it on scat equipment so it just you have to deal with it now you You have have one less light (laughs) yeah you have to roll with the punches yeah pretty much but i knew that timing was something that everyone would notice Mm -hmm. and i have always like enjoyed being a leader Mm -hmm. but sometimes i step aside just because i get so much more criticism as a leader you know yeah absolutely you totally being a leader is a good thing and a bad thing you have to do it correctly Mm -hmm. so i was excited and nervous about being a leader on reconnection Mm -hmm. working my way up throughout my freshman year is really like crazy looking back on it i worked on i think around like 20 projects oh wow in a that's year. really awesome i think it's just under 20 yeah it's in the like high teens yeah super varied projects mm-hmm. but now i have a bunch of people asking me to gaff their senior yeah. theses and that's so so yeah, so flattering. what are you looking forward to in these next these next years going um, into your sophomore year in the fall almost all my friends are making senior thesis films this mm-hmm. year and i'm trying to get on basically as many of those yeah. as possible <laughs> so i'm trying to stay taking classes that won't distract all of my creative attention yeah because there are a lot of as a sophomore there are a lot of classes i still am required to take yeah of course so i'm trying to knock some of those out of the way mm-hmm. for lack like of a lecture better courses word, and basically. stuff like that yeah and i have a couple like general education credits mm-hmm. that i have to do and i don't care about those classes as much as I care about a film class so I'm taking advanced lighting this quarter Mm -hmm. and I fought very hard to get into that class and a lot of people helped me it's a very important class at SCAD for gaffers yeah I think I had three different people talk to the professor of that class to try to get me into just mentioned me to that professor um and I got in Mm -hmm. and it allows me to work on bigger projects Mm -hmm. there with like in terms of renting equipment you have to have a gaffer that's worked in advanced lighting to get specific equipment right because if you want to use like the red Mm -hmm. you have to have yeah right right and so on reconnection it was a little different because Michael was the DP Mm -hmm. and so we got to get the equipment that we wanted to this quarter, I will be in advanced lighting, and mm-hmm. so working on people's senior theses for the rest of the year, I'll be able to work on basically any project that I sign on to. Yeah, I'm trying to stay on most of those projects this year, because mm-hmm. after that, I'm going to be working on my own creative projects, yeah. and I'll need to put my energy into that. Mm-hmm. But most of my friends are going to be seniors this year. Mm-hmm. Like almost all of yeah. my friends, I, I have like three friends that are going to be juniors this year, and yeah. I'll work on their senior theses in in two years. Yeah, so. exactly. I'm very excited to get more into gaffing, mm-hmm. and I have a reputation as a gaffer now, which is probably the craziest thing to me because yeah. people just know that I'm a gaffer yeah. now, which I've never had a reputation that big, really. I mm-hmm. mean, in high school, you kind of have a refu- reputation, but it's just gossip. Yeah. And so to have a work reputation, it's kind of a strange thing to wrap my head around. Mm-hmm. When we were in Louisiana, there was a man who works on industry sets that mm-hmm. we rented equipment from. And he said that I was professional and wanted my contact information to potentially work on feature films with me in the future. And that's absolutely insane. Yeah, it's the highest compliment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm 19 years old. <laughs> yeah. So I 
just I've I don't know how to process that yet yeah. really it's very very it's exciting a very good for me. problem to have <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean yeah that's awesome people know me too well <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, yeah yeah too many people know what I do yeah. so last quarter was the first time that I had to turn projects down mm-hmm. because I was already on other projects yeah. and that was just strange right. it was, it was weird you're so used to saying yes to everything yeah yeah i had said yes to everything yeah. i don't think there's any projects <laughs> that i had said no to yeah. before that because it was just my friends that were upperclassmen asking me to be on their projects and they weren't they didn't need they already had things planned in advance so mm-hmm. i was a grip a lot of the time or i was best boy electric but then it was just this past quarter that i started gaffing mm-hmm. and i had wanted to gaff but i wasn't really ready Mm-hmm. And I remember telling you before episode three that I wasn't really ready and I wasn't sure if I was ready. Yeah. I guess that's a better way to say it. I wasn't sure if I was ready to gaff mm-hmm. it. It turned out well. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm going to be working on some people's senior thesis throughout yeah. the next year. And I'm very, very excited. So ask me to gaff your senior thesis. Yeah, everybody, seriously. Please. Contact info and description. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like a good uh, a rule of thumb that I've developed is I want to go into every project not fully knowing how I'm going to do it. Yeah. I want to go in a little bit over my head mm-hmm. with everything. Mm-hmm. And I really, I mean, so Reconnection was by far the biggest thing I'd ever directed. And I'd yeah. never directed someone else's script, which is a very different oh, thing yeah. than directing your own. Uh, before, like, the other thing that I directed was 38 last summer. And that was, like, 10 people. It was my own script, much less equipment. This was someone else's script that had been developed for almost a year. 30 people, a lot of equipment. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I... Yeah, definitely had the and same feeling, but it's great because then we did it. Yeah, that's a yeah, it's a lot of <laughs> so people. many people. I was, yeah, it was yeah. very intense, <laughs> but it was like you know fantastic, and it it worked out. So yeah, yeah. Uh, reconnection is the biggest project that I've worked on as a whole mm-hmm. because I've been only working on films for a year. Yeah, so reconnection is the biggest project that I've yeah ever worked so on. Are you and happy I think with your first year of, yeah. of SCAD? Yeah. Would you suggest to other people that are well. that are considering film? Oh yeah, you absolutely did well. But we um, kind of talked about like how, you know, there's articles that are like, is film school worth it? And oh, I just want to so say many. there's no definitive yes or no answer. Yeah. And Ryan Connolly of film of Film Riot will say that. <laughs> it is totally up to your situation and what school you go to and like what you want to do. It is the most objective thing. But yeah. in your experience, what would you say? Like an advice column? Yeah. Okay. Like what's um, your advice to people that are that that are maybe either considering film school or like let's say in the fall are about to start film school yeah well if you're considering film school and it doesn't sound exciting to you don't do it i was kind of like towing the line when i was going Mm -hmm. applying to colleges because i didn't really love high school yeah like i did my senior year online so i already felt kind of done with just going to school Mm -hmm. and when i was thinking about it it really was just that i was still excited for like right for that to be my next indicator yeah i when i was just thinking about it which obviously i was thinking about it constantly Mm. i thought this is exciting to think about going and meeting all these other people that want to make films yeah so i didn't i think that's the most important part of film school is is the people that you meet yeah because i didn't have a group like i made films in high school with my friends but none of them were into film so sometimes i would write something and try to pull it together and it just wouldn't work because my friends didn't want to be actors and didn't yeah. want to be in the film industry so it just wouldn't always work out and yeah. that's not on them really it's yeah, just exactly. that it wasn't their thing yeah so i was really excited to go to film school because i hadn't been in that environment before and i was like i want to make films and i don't know how else i would do it i mm-hmm. need to be around other filmmakers yeah. once you're in film school i guess the best advice i could give is just to uh m- meet other friends like mm-hmm. make 
friends with the first film major that you meet and then try <laughs> yeah. to just try to work from there because you mm-hmm. might never want to work with that person again yeah but if that person gets you on your first set and you meet other people on that set that could absolutely start your yeah, film career totally. way way faster than anybody else andrew and cody were the people so. that introduced me to a, a bunch of yeah people i worked on my friend logan's set that was just in his apartment a couple people it was like three hours or something in one evening Mm. and then i met shant there and it was maybe like a week and a half or two weeks later Mm. that shant asked me to work on gathered today and that absolutely was the start of my entire film career Mm -hmm. because i've met so many people that are older than me that respect my work and i really really respect their work and i want to work with them in the future and those people are going to graduate before me and so as long as they still respect my work i'll be able to work with those people in in the future in the industry so which is um, fantastic and also for those people who are in the position to be the person to introduce someone yeah seize that opportunity because yeah. that's a lot that, that will mean a lot to a person oh absolutely they may not appreciate it yeah. and be as aware of it as you are but like <laughs> oh shant taught me almost everything yeah. that i know like shant taught me everything that i know and then i just kind of ran with it and started watching yeah. a bunch of youtube videos and reading a bunch of articles about like mm-hmm. becoming better at my job and i think that's the key so. because a lot of people will try to piggyback too much where they're just like you are now my tutor teach me everything it's like well i'm giving you the, the match and yeah. you turn into a torch and you run run with it you know what i mean it's not yeah. like you were texting him every day like how do i set up a z-stand like right. you got yeah. the spark you learned enough to know what to google mm-hmm. you know and yeah. like what questions to ask because when you have a clean slate you don't know what questions to ask about how to gaff because you don't know what anything means and stuff so mm-hmm. Um, for sure take that and run with it and mm-hmm. you've oh. obviously done that and another thing don't be afraid to ask questions that yes. is super important because if you don't know exactly what to google or what to look up mm-hmm. and you aren't or you're on set and you're in a hurry mm-hmm. just ask someone how to do it yeah it is so much better than trying to figure it out and then ending up being embarrassed because something didn't go quite right or it's, you didn't finish yeah. your job it's especially just, with genie stuff because yeah. like you mentioned earlier is that it can become a big safety issue so if you oh, don't completely. fully know how to set up a big light don't mm-hmm like yeah. ask for help he, yeah. we will be the first ad might get mad at you about scheduling but like i am such a stickler for safety on set because yeah. like it can i mean stuff can seem really like i don't know small and safe like oh we had this mm-hmm. thing bagged really quickly but like stuff just happens yeah you're dealing absolutely. with heavy equipment like it it can kill people it's yeah. happened before so uh, yeah. yeah and i've been be on a set before where like an actor showed up wearing flip-flops yeah and i was in genie i wasn't even a department head i don't think but mm-hmm. i like pulled aside a producer and i was like hey by the way that guy's wearing flip-flops yeah. shouldn't be wearing flip-flops and mm-hmm. they were like well he he like drove all the way here and doesn't have any other shoes and i was like okay then he can't be anywhere near this equipment yeah. because i need to tell him that he has to have closed-toed shoes on yeah so if you're going to tell me no you can't put closed-toed shoes on him you have to have him far away from my yeah, equipment because exactly. I am, I refuse to be liable for a yeah. hot light falling on his foot and yeah. giving him like a third degree burn. Yeah, exactly. So, it's just, it's serious. Yeah. So safety first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a very real thing. But yeah. um, Tessa, good job on year one. Thank you. We've got a couple months until we got year two for you, year yeah. four for me happening. Um, but look forward to seeing what you do and seeing the senior thesis that you work on. Yes, and I want to work on yours. Yes, so. when I figure out what it is. If you choose another I'll gaffer, I will be heartbroken. I, that's you know a, I that. don't know anyone else, so you're fine. <laughs> like like I said earlier, I don't know anyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's perfect. Yeah. Um, but thanks so much for doing this. Um, of course. 
Thanks for being a fan of the podcast and listening to all the episodes. Absolutely. Number two fan. Number two under fan under mama. my mother, yeah. <laughs> who I'm also going to interview on the podcast. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good one. Would you like to say goodbye? Okay. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> this is the part where the music fades in. I can hear it right now. I love that song. And man, I'm going to kill the editing on this one.